0: Welcome to the the Delethe podcast. We are your hosts, Jacob and Thomas from Beacon. We're going to be breaking down our fourth record song by song and going in depth on the recording process and
1: context behind the tracks. In each episode, we'll be highlighting some of our favorite sounds and loops and making them available as a free download on BandLab. BandLab is a digital audio workstation and social platform. You can go ahead, download the app and head over to our profile to access the official sound pack.
0: Hello and welcome back to episode 7 of the Long the Lethe podcast. Today we're going to be talking about Nova, uh, track 7 on the record. Nova was a song written originally as a batch of demos alongside of Can't Turn Back and uh, the drums were, were quite a bit different in its initial form. The key thing that that we took from the original demo was these gated synths at the beginning that really, I think, were the inspiration for building the track out. One of the key things was realizing that because these were so kind of off-kilter and their, their rhythm wasn't really grounded, we ended up scrapping the original drums and adding just a simple 4-4 underneath everything, which kind of, you know, weighted the song down and, like, locked it into a groove a little bit, which we were able to start building from
1: from there. I d- distinctly remember liking these... Like, these great, super expressive synth stabs that just had this, like... Very unique uh, rhythm. Basically, whatever had been sent along just kept kind of hearing that part and then just jumping back to the beginning. And I just loved that loop. I loved them on their own. Felt like they had so much presence and character and it just would become one of these things that would be like a signature of a track. When that exists, like you, you know, you have to do everything you can to make something work around it to really showcase it so yeah that's where the conversation around the 4-4 kick but honestly trying to do any 4-4 kick there really wouldn't work and what ends up as the you know the the kicks are the next element to come in after the sense and they are huge (laughs) like they are thunderous kicks You needed something there that would match the intensity and the energy of the synths, but not detract from the synths. Basically give the synths even more impact, more power by dropping these kicks inside them and around them in, in the downbeats. So, yeah, those two elements together, just like from there, it was just like such a pleasure to work on this track because, I mean, there's some some really interesting rhythmic things that happen on this song, and I feel like they come from that original synth line and it being so rhythmically interesting that, you know, sort of the things that follow and unfolded from that were more rhythmically dynamic and fun and, like, right. you know, there's, I <laughs> there's mean that, these playful changes. and <laughs> That rhythm, kind of how it came to be, too, was
0: I, I went down this bossa Nova rabbit hole one day and it'd be kind of interesting to make something in this rhythmic pattern, and I, I had this drum pattern loop like sample that i actually dropped in was taking the midi for that sound and dropping the hits on certain beats within that actual drum pattern especially the four four underneath it now stabs are
1: happening like in between it's on a lot of the end beats right right the one on this track shifts quite a bit <laughs> and it's like when we you know we play live we have a click in our ears and it's always like all right and here's the song and the one happens and you don't hear anything and you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but then it's just like, oh, no, you know, Nova comes so far off the one. And it's, we start off the one, then we shift back to the one by coming in a beat early um, during sort of the drop in the between the first and second verses. You know, in structures, there's like three different vocal melodies to this. None of them are quite choruses or hooks or even leads. Like, they're all sort of suited to that moment of the sound design. I think it's kind of one of our most playful productions in a way. Like Especially it, for
0: something that seemingly feels so straight ahead because it has this 4-4 four four underneath it. Right. You. But then there's so many dynamic rhythmic things, I think, happening that keep it from just feeling locked into some tight standard grid. Kind yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, let's uh, jump into some of the samples that uh, we're talking about. First sample we're giving you is the Synth staffs that we were talking about. This is a retrolog going through the wormworks uh reverb. Uh also has the drop on it. It's trimming off the very highs. Retrolog has a section of distortions, and this one being used is the bit red distortion. So it's where you kind of pick up some of the noise, and then also there's a seventh built into it. So there's a couple things going on within the synth itself. So we're using a the drop just to trim off the top end of that. It's a nice like stab sample that. You know, put into a to a kit and you know chop up and kind of use as your own your own version of a uh, a stab and pitch around. So this next sample is the horn, which is not all horn. Um, it's actually a small snippet of a loop within a drum kit within Cubase. Um, Cubase has a a pretty extensive library of of drum sounds and loops and samples. I think we were working on this song, and this kit was being used for something else within this track. And we must have just like hit this sound. And it's this longer, pretty strange sample. We ended up just snipping off the end. Just the first initial uh, hit of the sample. It ended up sounding like this stabby horn thing with, you know, we added some some verb on it and some effects. It was a great little punctuation moment for parts of the track when things would cut out and come back in or reestablish a one. And it became kind of like a nice little featured element in the song we, just, we really liked.
1: Listening to it back now, it reminds me of early sampling production in the 80s. You know, like Art of Noise close to the edit, uh, especially when you take the reverb off it and the other like sort of atmospheric effects. It's like just this great like Jake said, like a punctuated stab. And now with our effects on it, you can kind of use it creatively in a bunch of different ways. So I know we've covered uh, El Clapo in detail uh, on this podcast thus far, and we've given you a few different options, but this is the one we alluded to, I think in episode one or two, where, um, yeah, the slop. (laughs) There's a lot of slop. This is one of the um, options on the plugin, so you can add how many clappers and then you can change how sloppy they are, so like how off the beat they are. In this sample, you'll see that they progressively get further and further away from the beat, uh, and it's a huge uh, ensemble of clappers. Um, It's during a bridge section, so they're really hanging out on their own. and you can just hear this very off-time clap that happens. And yeah, we were going to talk a little bit about the reverb, too, that we gave it to you with. Um, It's the uh, Pro R from the FabFilter suite of reverbs. And uh, yeah, there's very, very little pre-delay on it, and there is a very high mix. So I think we just looked at it. It's like 76% mixed in. So it's distant. Off time claps that are just sort of hanging out, kind of like barely keeping a beat during a bridge section, and I think it just speaks to like again the word I've been using for this track. It's playful. It's like adding these claps in with so much slop. It's sort of like leaning into this feature of the instrument that you kind of like. Why would you use that? But it's very musif- musical in its context, and I think both it reminded both of us of something like uh, that you showed me a while ago, which was. The LCD sound system remix of uh David Bowie track from oh, right, like, right, six yeah. or seven years ago, oh. where basically the clap becomes the primary percussive element throughout and is used really creatively and really wonkily. And yeah, that's this this plug-in and these samples that we're we're giving you are kind of allude to that use of like uh this organic element right it's our bodies it's our hands creating this super transient percussive thing but doing so off time and loosely and and then very very reverby so just hanging out and lingering in the space
0: so the next sample is the ride you know rides are tricky
1: yeah <laughs> rides are, are tricky
0: yes. especially rides when they're not tough. especially when they're not uh real rides i think we might have even tried to do that in the studio
1: what grab a ride sim- i think sim- i think we and- might
0: have tried to make our own sample it did not really work out but <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so yeah we yeah. i i remember doing that it might have been for this track well but if you know it, if a track is getting a ride you know it's like a kitchen sink track <laughs> like we're throwing literally everything mm, at it yeah, that's very true um but yeah, it has a good amount of processing on probably
0: to get around this this problem of rides sounding uh ride sounding fake. Not <laughs> yeah, not sounding yeah, yeah. good. Not sounding yeah, yeah. not good not, not good fake, you know? Right. The envelope shaper can be such a good tool for drums in particular because so much of the attack can change the whole dynamic of a sound. And in this case, we're actually taking down the attack quite a bit, increasing like the, the soft splashiness of the ride, cranking up some saturation on it some verb, some bit crush to kind of like destroy the sound a little bit and make it sound quite lo-fi, but like not trying to make it sound like a ride for it to have some unique character to it. In this case, we had to do that through processing. So the next sample is the pad stab, which isn't really a stab, it's more of a pad. It's a retrolog log, again, um, it has a fifth built into it and one of the oscillators. It also has a quad fuzz distortion on it, which is a, a Cubase plugin um, for a little bit of bite. There's some tube distortion within the virtual log itself, going um, a nice like slow attack and some glide, and it's also being side chained by the kick. We gave you kind of a little section of it that you can drop in as a as a chord sample
1: and then kind of pitch around and, and uh, you know do some fun things with. Thank you for listening. That was Nova. Um, for the next episode, we're going to jump into Show Me How. So we'll see you there.